0: tuned in to the rest of the sermon a podcast where we dive deeper into content conversation and application of sunday's sermon at westside church in poplar bluff
1: if you want more information you can visit our website at westsidepb.org if you have any questions you'd like answered on this podcast you can email them to info at westsidepb.
0: most importantly it's all about jesus
1: my
2: brother-in-law lives at the lake of the Oz- or lake of the ozarks lake wapapella and, and and sent <laughs> Sorry, me a, i know i know <laughs> and sent me um a picture and you could see a little shiny dot oh, you, it I was said visible didn't kill himself <laughs> it was vi- <laughs> dude the amount of memes that are going around on the internet i mean from this spy balloon is unbelievable it's so but I fixated. love that stuff
3: it's, it's just a sick
2: i don't even know my theory is Chaos and confusion. Here, oh, here you go.
1: I have questions about Chaos. it.
2: I mean, but there's a couple spaces where there's military bases and they circle around and circle yeah. around. I mean, it's wild. Dude, if it's you want to talk to
0: somebody about it, you need to talk to Stephanie Doomey about it. Oh, Steph my and I talked gosh. about it Sunday. It was right? like, keep in mind, I never know anything about anything. Sure, culturally. I just, yeah. yeah, don't know. And she was like... They waited till after it had already left to take it down, like it had crossed the entire United. I was like, Steph, okay, it's true.
1: Oh, yeah." Okay. I mean, yeah, I know. but it's just
2: Biden like- <laughs> refused to shoot it down.
1: The Montana governor was mad because she's like, "Take it out, yeah. take it out," and I'm like,
2: "The best thing I saw was spy balloons sent back pictures from Missouri, and it's a lady with a cigarette throwing a beer bottle yeah. and like another guy's like, yeah. all kinds of stuff." Another man. meme
1: that I saw was about all the dollar generals. Yes, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yep, that's that's great
2: that's super good all right i'm leading with a would you rather and, um and, okay lead with a
1: wo- no lead with a would you rather i've got some would you rathers okay but my in.
2: would you rather is going to lead into what you guys really want to talk about too oh, okay
0: good. well then wait
2: <laughs> would you rather go to the grammys and meet all the celebs mm-hmm. or go to the super bowl and meet the athletes
3: that's like picking like back your backstage favorite kid like you i mean backstage it is
2: thing. yeah you're doing you're taking photos you're getting to do it's not just be in the audience like you are getting a make-a-wish foundation like experience would you rather go to the grammys walk the red carpet experience that you're which is terminal obviously
0: apparently
1: That's right no. <laughs> that wasn't yeah right
2: that wasn't really yeah
0: Adam mutters, or also
2: the German. super bowl like all that stuff i mean you get to be on the field while they're doing the trophy all of that this oh. is good guys
3: okay. this is good yeah, it's good Good question. I have a question. Okay.
1: At the Super Bowl, do we get to pick who's doing the halftime show and get to meet them too? Because no. I feel like that's a well, combining of both worlds. You
2: don't get to pick who <laughs> does the show. <laughs> yes, you may get to meet them for sure, like see them backstage guys, and stuff I'm like having
0: that. Such an internal battle.
3: Yeah.
2: This is good because it's also going to lead into everything else that's going on. But
0: mm.
2: this is good
0: because, like, my initial thought, and I, I, whatever, I don't care. I'm safe here. This is yeah. live. Mm-hmm. Which one has better food? Super Bowl.
2: Super Bowl. For sure Hands
0: down. But food. then I'm like, maybe they have some chef that I've never experienced before. <laughs> I don't know. No. And then no. I was you like.
3: How many chefs have you experienced in general? I mean, Adam, <laughs> shut up.
0: I just said so this was good. safe and he came at so me hot. Up. And then I was like, okay. All right. So typically I would prefer Super Bowl food. Yeah. Mm. And then I was like, all right clothing Mm -hmm. i was like i'm not a gal to get all dressed up so super bowl again okay but then it's like have to meet the people
2: what if you're getting like sponsored like you know Louis Vuitton donates yeah. a dress and you can yeah. this is a dream scenario this a yeah. dream okay scenario. this is all this stuff
0: yeah yeah i got you okay. i love that you think that like maybe that would resonate with you i me. don't know
2: <laughs> i don't know
0: it's like louis do they make shoes do louis they make louis, yes right yeah what do they make i don't know mm. and then i was like okay if you have to meet the people i know have
2: to you get to
0: so that's my thing is like i don't care about sports people but it would be really cool to rush on the field.
2: Oh.
3: You know what yes. mean? I mean? You're trying to rush. put the pads on. Yeah. And like
0: <laughs> run yeah. 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 Like no. I, just like- I mean, but on, yeah.
2: The, yeah, on the celebration, yes. And you get to do that. But then and so, I'm like,
0: there's like two people, like maybe two celebrities that I'd want to meet like in my entire life. And Paul Rudd.
2: Okay. okay. I can get
3: behind that. Ant-Man?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ant Man. Wow.
3: Uh,
2: okay. or
0: Josh from Clueless
1: for Second one.
2: Second yeah. one. Second celebrity.
0: Jason Bateman.
2: Oh, okay. Great.
3: Yeah. C- kind of same vibe.
2: Similar yeah. vibe. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. So like, are we are we Super Bowl or Grammys? Yeah. Five. They might be four, at the
0: Super Bowl. But they could be at the three, Super Bowl, right?
2: Super two. Super Bowl. There it is. Nikki.
0: It's a crowd experience.
2: Absolutely.
1: Okay. Only because I think my hero will be at the Grammys over the Super Bowl. Okay. And I have to go to the Grammys. Who's your hero? Dolly Pardon. Like I want oh, yeah, to see Oh yeah, for sure. That's right great. Now?
0: I love Dolly. I'm not Parton. mad
2: about That's it. Cool. She does a
0: lot for kids
2: no, and I like love
1: reading
0: her. and everything. She is totally.
1: That's good. Yeah. Oh, she'll Di- Dolly knows? will be at the
2: Grammys Dolly's. for sure. I mean,
1: if Dolly's at the Super Bowl, I'm t- like, if she if right? she's there, everything else in me is Super Bowl. Right. But the opportunity to meet Dolly Pardon, I have to That's go. So with cool. my odds are better at the Grammys.
2: So cool, Adam.
3: I guess Super Bowl. Really? I guess. The music wow. guy. I'm just not pop cultured, man. Yeah. I don't know much. I don't know what's going on. LC- really. yeah, yeah, sure. I have a question.
0: Is there- Is the Grammy the singing one?
1: Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying.
3: I'm with you. Like, I just don't know. Yep, I don't know. Grammys, you got Grammys, you got Tonys. It's
2: only the most prestigious music award that you can get in the universe. Emmy Emmy, Emmy, Grammy. Super Bowl. Emmys (laughs) Emmy's is movies. Emmy
3: Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oscars is
2: Oscars is movies. Emmys are TV shows. Like these are all different categories. And John
0: Legend has an EGOT. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, I I mean I'm definitely doing Grammys hands down. Yeah, I'm getting so fly. I mean it's unbelievable. Well, I'm just yeah.
1: thinking the shoot like and me, to me I'm, like, I don't care about the dress. I want the shoot.
2: to dab mm-hmm. up Jay Z. Oh my gosh! Hey guys, we wanted to take a break from the podcast, and I wanted to fill you in on this incredible resource. Listen, I know I've got a lot of pastor friends, a lot of church volunteers. Maybe you're on staff at a church, and there's a ton of things that when I started working at a church that I didn't know anything about. And when I became pastor at Westside, there was a lot that I didn't know about. And one of those things was church insurance. I'm in a board meeting. Someone says, what's our insurance policy? And I'm like, I have no idea. Listen, I don't care how much you paid for your seminary education. They don't teach you about church insurance. But listen, Westside has found a great resource at first choice insurance through our agent, Matt Phillips. First Choice Insurance is locally operated, it is family owned, They have a ton of insurance policies from A to Z. They've insured everything from airplanes, zoos. like Legitimately, Matt told me that they've insured a lion before. So listen, if you work at a church, if you're a pastor, and you're like, seminary did not teach me about church insurance, I want you to reach out to Matt Phillips at First Choice Insurance. The number is 573 686 2870 again that's Matt Phillips at First Choice Insurance 573-686-2870 or you can check them out on Facebook again family owned locally operated Matt Phillips First Choice Insurance back to the show guys okay let's roll on to it now okay because this is
0: i literally had to ask if this is the singing one so i have i, know right. nothing I about have what we're
2: one general sum up statement and but i want to hear i know there's all kinds of performances a lot of stuff happened um yeah the sam smith everything what did jay-z say nikki
1: um we're ready to worship right before he did god's plan um, he said that. God, yes. I, Jay-Z no, I thought, I thought, hold on. CBS, CBS, tweeted, that. CBS yeah.
2: tweeted that to the Grammy. So but yeah. that Jay-Z was okay.
1: The no, I mean I'm even wrong. I'm sorry, you guys are right because CBS tweeted that for Sam Smith. Correct. Whose deal was the even demonic worship? Shop. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, so here's the thing. <laughs> the whole a lot of people. I'm not making an excuse for Jay Z, but people don't. His term, his nickname in rap is Hova, Jehovah, like mm-hmm. the savior, because he saved rap. And so the song God did is Eminem's verse is really good on it. Yeah, But what Jay-Z <laughs> does is he like recounts, like he's like, how does the corner boy now have the corner office? And he just talks about his whole struggle on to the come up. Right. If, if you hear it. It you, sounds very... You think he's saying, I'm God, well, and in a way, he probably is worshiping himself, yes. And I, yeah.
1: Well, and I'm going to even take you further and fight you a little on this. When he did fight, the Lord's fight, Supper, fight, fight. and he is in Jesus's place...
2: Sure, sure. I don't it's think blasphemous. There, Yeah, sure. there's no
1: imagery there. Totally. I've been around she... long enough to know Jay-Z as his come up. Totally. And I get it. Yeah, I get sure. it. He did a lot of things. He's done a lot of good. Yeah,
2: he's a genius.
1: I don't discredit that. <laughs> yeah. But he does it in a way that is him. Yeah, for sure. And that is For sure. I don't think he I Sam Smith broke my heart. Really? Broke my heart at the Like I love his voice. When I first heard him when disclosure and he did the well, lyrics, it doesn't mean he for doesn't Latch, have a
3: good voice still. I know. Sure.
1: But it just his voice is so amazing. Yeah, it's
2: pretty let, I mean, let me tell you stuff, man. Oh the the fact that the demon worship and the demons appeared genderless i'm telling you guys that was so much more biblical accuracy they 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 had no idea they thought they were mocking and in reality they were recreating the truth because, I mean, demons appear as an angel of light. They're not mm-hmm. male. They're not... I mean, it's like they're a spiritual entity, and we know that Satan appears, can morph, do all kinds of stuff. So, like, from the snippets, I we didn't get Did to watch it. Did anybody see this
3: live? Did anybody watch this? Mm-hmm. I watch, didn't it? watch it live. I watched it on, yeah, after yeah. the fact.
2: But, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's unbelievable, you know? But here's my sentence, okay? Christians and everybody are just... Oh, <gasps> okay here here's a yeah. sentence people who don't love jesus yeah. oh, are yeah. gonna act like they don't love jesus yeah, right yeah it's like end surprised. of sentence well and you know? that
1: thing like i like remember depravity. and again it's the oldest person on staff next to miss frankie <laughs> um i remember seeing things on tv I still get freaked out that Yellowstone is on like basic cable, sure, because of yeah. their dropping of f bombs yep. left and right. Yeah, it boggles my brain because yep. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. That was
2: on basic cable. The Grammys was, yeah, right. the Grammys
1: were on. It was on network TV yes. free. You yes, could, you could have an antenna still yep. and get it. Yes. And that level of how far we have come culturally to, and yeah. worldly yep. that there is a man with such a, I mean, I'm sorry, he's gifted from God with his voice. Yeah. And I know his, I don't believe he believes in Jesus. I mean, he's living a life yeah. and all of this, but it to be celebrated. That's the, such that's a the fle- word. yeah, It that's is the so word. celebrated yep. that I'm like, As a Christian, as a follower, I felt, ugh, watching it. And I'm like, and and that's what broke my heart. And here's what the culture
2: is doing now is they celebrate it, but you can't be apathetic. right? You're forced to condone that. And if you don't condone that, then you're the one. Yeah, right. Against all of that. But like the thing that's, wrapped up in all of it is what I say constantly. Like how interesting that it wasn't a scene from the Quran Mm -hmm. for Jay-Z. Yeah. It's the Last Supper. Yeah. Why is it? I mean, I'm telling you guys, there is a subtle undertone. And as the Apostle Paul says, we fight not against flesh and blood, but Christianity at its core is attacked and demised and made fun of, Mm -hmm. and all of that more than any other religion, hands down. Yeah. Because if that would have been something in regards to Muhammad or another, there would have been death threats. Oh, yeah. They would have pulled it. They would have done all of that. And so, but here's what's interesting that kind of transitions us. We started a new series Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? Um, We are in the book of Jude. Everybody on three, you ready? hey june love it you guys don't want me to sing i promise (laughs) oh hold on real quick do you know john would know this do you know what grammy is short for
1: is it like the gramophone thing Ah! the
2: gramophone the first one was in the 1950s when that was the only way that you could listen to music that's why the (laughs) award is a little gramophone little kind of record player deal
3: yeah. Hey, hey Jude was the most embarrassing song I've ever performed in my entire life. I remember. Where did you perform it? I've done it many times, but there was one. Whoa, time, many times. Many this. times in what college a and stuff. And then there was this one time where, we're like, we were getting towards the end of our set. We didn't have any more songs, so it was like, "Hey, what song do you know? Okay, well, I'll play along." Blah, yeah. da, da. So we get to one. I was like, "Y'all know Hey Jude?" They were like, "Yeah." I'm like, all right, V. So we start playing it and I'm playing on the piano and I start singing and they're all just like kind of fumbling around they're like hey you got it we don't really know it. So oh. it's just me and I'm like cool I've done it before. Yeah. So I play the whole verse and I get to the chorus and nah, it's nah. like na na yeah. nah. and anytime you feel yeah. it, but <laughs> I get there and i completely forget the lyrics yeah sure and so i am saying gibberish <laughs> into the microphone like the vowel sounds that kind of match hey, and, could and, yeah. seriously yeah <laughs> yes right watermelon, and then i'm focusing watermelon. on that that oh. i'm not playing the right chords so it ends by going to complete silence and then i start back in on the verse again <laughs> And I'm like, hey, somebody bring me the lyrics. Yo, but, oh, it was terrible. my mom. a long I can song. see my mom just laughing at me. She that was that is, that is so hilarious, funny. dude. Hey Jude, man. That
1: song though, it
0: has Never some again. cringe factor. So you anyway. didn't just make it a single. You
3: know, Do you know I the, know, you know the story the behind it? Real yeah, quick. that's why it's cringy. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Is,
2: I think it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> hey Jude's okay. great.
1: Okay, why? I, I need to. Hear I don't know.
2: Do you tell me the story that you know about? The, hey Jude. <laughs>
1: Paul McCartney said it, wrote and it for John right Lennon's one. son that yeah. John Lennon was ignoring
2: and going through a divorce. Going through a, yeah, and he, and, felt, like, and he felt so sad for him. Yeah. And so then when you listen to the lyrics, no,
1: I agree. Like, and
2: Paul did that, and John was like, "Man, that's that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad the, that you did that."
1: But again, John Lennon's like, again, I my heart breaks for people when they're messing up. Well, sure, and they don't see it, and I'm like. Yeah, when your best friend's writing songs for your kid because you're blowing get your the picture, life up, like, yeah, yeah, that's the, why I'm like, oh, it's so sure, cringy, no, 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 yeah, part.
2: I. But when I hear it now, I'm like, oh man, like, what a anthem to yeah. have oh. for your life. That's incredible. Yeah. what's interesting, and I thought about all this Grammy stuff and the hoopla and whatever. You know, um, the Book of Jude is intense, and we're going to get mm. into all of that. Mm. Jude and the rest of the New Testament is not concerned at all. With no. any of that Grammy performance or any of that stuff, no. right. their their great concern is from within the church. Never, and I mean, I, think- I mean, Paul. Everyone's like, "Hey, guys, the world's the world. Don't give in to that." You know what's going to happen out there. The harshest words that Jesus ever said were to the every Sunday attending religious people, and the mo- and all of the letters in the New Testament are corrective letters. And so I say all of that to say this, that should give us a very humble posture instead of going around with gasoline and talk, talking we, about the culture.
1: Yeah, I think is the world because like I know the conversation that I'm seeing all over social media sure. when it comes to the Grammys. It is, oh, that was awesome. Or you have the, and I'm using air quote, religious people who are using it as a platform to cut people down. Sure. And and I understand, I can see that. Yeah. If you are fighting for your faith, you're not going to do it, and you're not going to win on Twitter. I I'm think sorry. it's,
2: and, and I'll catch some flack for this, I think it's really important for Christians to safely and briefly observe moments like the Grammys. Oh, yeah. The Apostle Paul when he's there in Ephesus and he's waiting on the other uh, apostles to come, it says that he went to the marketplace and he walked into the temples, into the pagan gods, yeah. and he saw all of this that was happening. And the Bible says that he became furious with what was going on and then stands up right in the middle of the marketplace and like preaches. But the way that he preached, is he preached to the culture like they had an altar that said to the unknown god just to kind of cover their bases you know because they had the god of sex the god of money the god of all of this and then to the unknown god and then paul stands up and goes what you think is unknown i declare to you as known the god that created everything and it's just incredible because tim keller talks about this when it comes to sharing the gospel with non-christians and this is where Christians really fail. We do. We don't enter in to their worldview. No. we stand outside of it and critique it. Mm-hmm. And Tim Keller, that's why when you listen to his sermon, he melts your face off because what he does is he articulates the views of a non-believer better than a non-believer could. Yeah, and they go, "Wow." okay, this person really does understand where I'm coming from. And then he throws a right hook and he goes, but here's the flaw when you draw that worldview out to its conclusion. And they're like, oh, I've never drawn it to its conclusion before. What's the answer? Well, I'm glad you asked, you know, Jesus. And it's just incredible.
1: I could have a conversation with Sam Smith and it's going to be like, uh, 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 uh. (laughs) that's how I'm going to sound. My heart broke for him because I'm like, you are so wrong in this. Yeah, man. Not because of anything. And that's the, I can't tweet him and yell at him and tell all these people, hey, you're doing all this wrong. CBS, like, "Mm." sure, they really stepped in it and then they deleted it. And that's because they're broader base. They're looking at profit, not salvation. They're looking at bottom line money. 100%.
2: And And so, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, meeting people where they are has to happen if you're going to change a mind.
2: hundred percent, dude. No question. So Jude's writing to um, these Christians. He's trying to meet them where they're at, just like Nikki said. What what excites you guys about the series, about the book? One of the shortest books in the Bible, Packs of Punch, all that good stuff. What are you like excited about in the general reading, general understanding of the series, contend, fight for the faith? What excites you?
3: Well, I've never studied it before. Nice. Uh, You know, you blow over it. It's quick to blow over because it's just one half a page. One one scholar said
2: it lives in the shadow of Revelation. Yeah. It's just right there. Yeah.
3: Revelation, so right. you yep. pass right. on over. It. Yep. But it's but it is. Uh, I'm excited because I think our church, you know, the spiritual maturity of our church is coming along, and we're leaps and bounds. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's the calling, and people are on board with that. Yeah. And this is very specific to that. It's good, and uh, so that I'm I'm pumped about that. Yeah. And, and I think you know just from seeing. The interactions on uh, social media and stuff, you know. Hey, we got this new series coming up. A lot of people, specifically the women, because I know they went through yeah. that yeah. in a study, saying, "Hey, this is great. I'm excited because we had a study in Jude, and it shed some light on some things. But also, it's a little, it's it's a it's a heavy meal. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's weird. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. say it. The it's, book is weird. It's a, in a little some weird. Parts. You know i I found myself needing to read like four different translations to get a good picture of what it's actually saying. Yep. Uh, So if you're in that camp, read a lot of the translations, because now I'm feeling like, ooh, I'm kind of pumped about this, because there's a little bit of better understanding now. Yeah,
2: The, 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 the NLT does a good job in a few places, but here's the key to the book of Jude, is Jude always speaks in sets of three. You are called, you are loved, you are kept. Then he talks about the apostates and gives three examples from the Old Testament. And then he says, here's where they're wrong. And they turn the grace of God into this. They don't. Jude always mm-hmm. in sets of three throughout the whole letter. It's Dude, really just,
3: just preach the rest of the series right. It's now. really interesting, it.
2: man, for sure. <laughs> Nikki, what are you excited about?
1: I'm excited to have a better understanding because I was one of the women who did the study yeah. a few summers back. And I remember like, it was heavy. It yeah. Was Hard, like i and <clears throat> the study was designed that it asked open ended questions sure it wasn't a study for to retain information yeah yeah it was very open ended it was very heavy um and it was like made your head hurt, made sure. your heart hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, people are like, that was such a, the women that I saw on your post, when you're like, this is coming and they're like, we did this. And that was such a great study. And I'm going, well, they're closer to Jesus than I am. <laughs> Cause I did not feel like it was a great study. I'm like, this is hard. I looked
2: at the study and I think one of the things was, is it was great in content. And I yeah. think, I think one of the things was because if that was daunting to you, you couldn't bridge the application yeah. gap. It was such a tall mountain of information to climb that on the other side was application. And you were like, I'm tired because I just climbed up this side for sure. So
1: It it was a lot. But I am really excited for the the church as a whole to hear it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm really, this is going to sound kind of crazy and rushed. I'm curious to see what the women who studied it before, what the takeaway is this second time of hearing. I want to know what changed in that thought process, what was revealed in that.
0: I feel like a lot will change just like from different presentation. I mean, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I think that's something that I'm growing, I don't know, I guess more mature in Christ in of just like, I think it's so cool to hear multiple people talk about the same passage and what they get out of it. And just like even Courtney speaking at the women's night, the phrases that she were that she was using that like really resonated with her and i was like yeah i didn't even look at it that way right we, and this is a verse guys right. this is like a verse and it's like man that one word stuck out to me very differently and like yep. that is just so crazy to me it's, i don't oh. know like i really love that and so i i am excited god's that word our women get really to is
2: living and active yeah right like Time to give another shout-out to another sponsor of the Rest of the Sermon podcast. This shout-out goes to our great friends over at Smart Marketing right here in Popper Bluff, Missouri. Smart Marketing is a fantastic media company. And when I say media, I mean websites, graphic design, videography. Anything that you need, smart marketing can do it. You need to head on over to Facebook, just type in smart marketing and you'll see their cool light bulb logo pop up and you can get a ton of information there. Or you can just give them a call. Smart marketing at 573-840-0334. Again, that's smart marketing right here in Popper Bluff, 573 840 0334 Back to the show. Excited about about the series.
0: I think part of that is what I'm excited about in Jude. There's so many cross references to other yeah. books of the Bible. He even yeah.
2: quotes mm-hmm. a non-canonical book of the Bible, no, guys. Okay. He quotes a book from the book of Enoch, Mm -hmm. which is in the Apocrypha.
0: (gasps) Which is just, but that's like so, (laughs) so exciting coming off of Dwell.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because
0: it's like, hey, you got to know God's word and then we're going to read this book that like, Yes, it has face value, for sure. It has plenty of things that you can take these little nuggets and immediately apply. But when you're going to read this again after you've been dwelling in the Bible for so long, you're going to read it again, and it's going to be completely different when you get all the references he's making. 100%, yes. And it's just like,
2: it just
0: blows my mind a little bit of like, we're going to keep reading it and reading it, and it's going to change and get better.
2: I'll never forget learning in seminary. The difference between exegesis and eisegesis, which exegesis leans itself to expository preaching, which is what we strive for at West Side. To exegete means to draw out of, like to put a bucket in a well and you exegete that water out of the well. To isegete means to put something in a bucket and drop it in the well. You add something to it. And so when you come to the scriptures and you exegete and draw out from the meaning of that, that's when all these dots and everything start connecting. Eisegesis is very dangerous in preaching because someone goes, I want to talk about joy. And then they go to the back of their Bible and they find all the verses that just say joy in them. And then they go, see joy is this joy is this joy is this. Well, what's dangerous with that is you could say Joy is found in perfect circumstances, and you could probably find a verse that gets close to saying that. But the reality is, is that's the opposite. Like the Bible says that joy is is actually in the midst of chaos. Like
3: confirmation bias. You set up what you want to talk about. Hundred percent. And
2: and and so, from a pastoral perspective, another reason why I really love teaching through books of the Bible, and sometimes I argue with my other pastor friends about this. When you're planning your sermon calendar, I think it, it, it is an impossible task to look at 52 Sundays and go, okay, here's what my people need. Mm. We're going to do five weeks on doubt. We're going to do three weeks on marriage. Mm. We're going to do 17 weeks on money. And then we're going to do, and then go. I think, that's, I think you can hit on some stuff. Every time I preach through the book of the Bible, I am confronted with a topic that I would never choose mm-hmm. in a million years. Mm-hmm. I would never choose. But
3: it's saying you have. This is coming it's out. It's the next verse. It's coming out. Are you going to
2: skip it? Yeah. You know. All right, guys. We were in verses one and two this week. We're in verses five and seven. Three and four is a little tough. Okay. Like it holds <laughs> you accountable, yeah. and it also makes you say, if we really say we we trust the Bible, the Bible says in First Peter that the Scriptures are everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. Yeah. Now, it didn't say the Scriptures are everything you need to change the oil on your car, to get brain surgery, or to balance your checkbook. So I don't believe that the Bible is a map for your life. Right? It's really controversial to say that, because when you say that, people are like, Was there something in the Bible as to like, you know, Chevy or Ford? Well, no, it's everything pertaining to life and godliness. And so when you say, I trust the scriptures and you go, we're diving into a book, you just trust the sufficiency of that book and you go, all right, we're going to release it, you know?
0: No, I think, I mean, I love when we go through books because it's topical without even being topical. Like those are going to come up. Marriage is going to come up.
3: Yeah, Money is gonna come up. It's yeah. just like it's, it's gonna
0: come up naturally as opposed to even just your Jason's perspective yep. on what what is important right now, yes. what is not. Yes. And with appropriate amounts yep. of that. Yep. Bite and, size, baby. Or just also like appropriate amounts of the topic.
2: Mm, that's good. Because
0: there are topics that we put way more emphasis on. If yes. you get like if you asked <laughs> yep. what I wanted to talk about. Yep. And then it's like, okay, well, biblically you've skipped over righteous anger Mm. and that's not fun for me. So I'm not going to study that one. And so it would never be in, but it's like, it's threaded out there. Even when we read gentle and lowly, it was like, Hey, these things aren't necessarily balanced when you're reading about them in the Bible for a reason. And when you skip over it and do it topical, you're getting an unright view of God and what he decided was important for you to read.
2: 100%.
0: and the
1: practicality of it is when you have new believers come in who possibly were not raised in church yep. or in a church setting. I mean, I know we came in on one of the first sermons I ever... You were doing your Why series.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: And there, I had questions. And I, I was had,
2: like, I even said, why do we take up offering?
1: Why do we do communion? <laughs> yeah. Why do we do bad? Like, your are yeah. wise. It was so very practical. And then we were back in the book of Mark. And walked through Mark forever, and it was great. A year and a half. I I ain't mad about it, though. (laughs) No, because those new believers, people who've not... like, I've heard from so many people over so many years, I don't know where to start or how to start or what to do. And I go to church, and I'm so intimidated. And when we walk through books like this, it brings that whole picture practically together, and And it's so easy. I think it's
2: really important for discipleship, too, because... My end game of preaching, my goal every Sunday in preaching is a high view of the scriptures. Yeah. I want them to walk away, and I want them to value this book. But the way that we teach how to preach, and we do preaching cohorts, and we develop guys to preach, is it also teaches people how to study their Bible. So yeah. like at West Side Men, when we read the passage three times, and we go, what stuck out? What word was it? And just like what you said, to hear in the room guys talk about, like the last night, um, it was Genesis three and the fall, and to hear guys' insights on stuff was just—you're just like, man, the spirit is active in this room right now. It was just—it was really beautiful. It was really good.
0: This is also going to be weird, but whatever. Welcome to us. We're, we're here for it. Yeah but like had a conversation with a girl during service because I was not as involved in being participating in service this time. And she was like, Hey, like sometimes when I've been serving and I'm not necessarily in the service, I then get anxiety about going back into the service. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, that's like super real. And when we're in books, for a while. There yeah. you go. I feel like it creates like a little like stability, safety, stability of like, hey, I know where we're going. I know, like, I can read ahead of time even yep. in my studying. Yeah. I can like, and not that we shouldn't be able to just move freely with you know God. If you no, sure, but like, it's nice feeling secure in the scriptures, even Amen. of just like. Hey, I know what I'm coming into. And yep. like, maybe I'm gonna get wrecked today, but I'm at least ready. For
2: yeah, it. Oh for God. sure. So, one of the things we said that Jude's main thrust in verse three is to contend for the faith. And, the, you know, last Sunday it was two verses in intro, and this Sunday is only two verses as well because it's so jam packed full. But Jude talks about fighting for the faith. Like, there's some things we need to look out for. And we said that the battle is always over the gospel of Jesus Christ as revealed in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. So the question is this, where do you personally see the cultural battle over the gospel of Jesus Christ? I, mean, I think the Grammys might be a good, well, but, okay, but I mean, but in all Grammys reality, aren't yeah. aren't our
1: people. Like, sure. I mean, the Grammys, they're not our people. Yep. They are not who Jude was writing to. He right. was writing to believers. Yep. So for me, I took that, and I immediately, like when yeah. I immediately thought Grammys, and then through our staff conversation, yeah. I was like... They
2: don't love Jesus. They're going to act like they don't exactly love Jesus. Exactly. That
1: yeah. was... That's exactly where that's gonna yeah. go. So when John commented, please talk about I'm like, dude, I've got you. My brain was already there, friend. But when I stopped and I was like, no, though that's not the purpose. Right. My brain went to, well, this is the way we've always done it. Wow. Was the phrase yeah. that came into my brain as a church, holy, yeah, universally, sure. sure, not just West Side. Yeah. Well, we've always done it this way. We've right. always done it this way. We, we are so sometimes afraid of change mm-hmm. because it can be viewed as worldly, as flesh, as conforming and straying. away. when I'm going, mm, I don't You're always,
2: protecting a religious system. You're protecting now. a
1: religion, not a relationship. Yeah, sure. And you're not inviting people in. Yeah. So that was one of my... That's like, good.
2: Yeah, that's really good. What about you guys? Where do you see sort of culturally within the church, all of that the battle for the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: I think for me, it's between law and grace. Mm. Like I just, I see it in my upbringing. I see it when I talk to people in my life and it's like just this constant, like we need both, but we're always leaning one way and it's divisive and, the way that you can use both of them to manipulate other people in the faith and cause damage in the faith is just like super hard. I mean, the amount of times that we use God's grace as a reason to sin. Mm -hmm. Like, I will never forget watching The Bachelorette.
2: And now I me don't watch neither. it. Me neither. Oh man. <laughs> mm. Season three. <laughs> yes.
3: oh. Killer. Okay. When Kelly
2: did that. Did you see who they got for the new one? Blew me away. <laughs> all
0: right. So I watched two seasons of it in my life. John very much sat me down and had a conversation. And was like, I'm not okay with you watching this, and here's why. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, at the Love, very John. end.
2: <laughs> yep. Shout out to John Murphy.
0: Yeah. Um, at the very end. Everybody was giving her flack because she said she was a Christian woman and she slept with like five of the contestants at the end and like night after night. Okay. Yeah. And she was like, You can come after me, but my God still loves me. There you go. And Aaron Margrave, of all people, Which which is a
2: true statement is what makes it dangerous. It is
0: a true statement. Yes. And Aaron Margaret was like, yeah, we all know God loves you. Do you love God?
2: Yep. What does that love produce in you? What does it grow in you?
0: And just like that stuff of like, man, it's both. You can't just do one side. And everybody I know... Not everybody, but a good portion of people I know, it's like it's a struggle to get to the middle.
2: Yeah, sure, grace and truth. Yeah, right. Yeah. What about you, Adam?
3: Yeah, it's similar. It's the grace and truth thing, but it's under the banner of love, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and acceptance and inclusivity, and that's that's where the real thing is these days. Because I mean, we all. You know this this call to love. We all want to love our neighbor, and like that's where it's all hunky dory. Acceptance come in, come come sure. be held by Jesus. You're all accepted. But then when we get to the law side of things, and say there is a way that He has set it up, yeah. And so that's where this the tack on scripture. And I think this is an age old cultural problem. Hundred percent. Where where the the one that's present is under the banner of love. So acceptance of all, everything's permissible. Uh You're gonna have grace, every all of that. But it's because we don't know what Scripture says. Yeah. And so yep. the 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 battle is against our own um, knowing what God said. I mean, even in the study we did last night with the men, yep. it's like, did God actually say that? Yep. And, and I would ask me a few years ago, and even now, I mean, I, I'm not well-versed enough in what the Lord has said in the Bible. I mean, I know sure. a lot of good foundational things, yeah. but... For what we put our life on and what we put our (laughs) salvation on and what we put... I mean, this is the purpose of our life, right? This is what we proclaim. Mm -hmm. How little do we actually know? Yeah. And what that's why it's like it's so convicting this whole dwell series of like commit it to memory because what I mean, do you have the word hidden in your heart? Because if you don't, what are you leaning on? You're leaning on something that you've kind of pieced together and yeah, I love you. Come here and there are some rules, but I don't know them too well. Maybe it's (laughs) these. Right. So it's just this and you see it through across our culture in general. It's it's the erasing of hard lines. It's chaos. And and it's making it all gray, gender, whatever. There is no definition of anything who can be anything. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that is what the devil does to say okay now now i'm now it's me yep
2: rc so. sproul said the greatest sin and the only sin in the culture now is to is to call something a sin
3: yeah. yeah exactly
2: that's it that that's the only thing and and it was even like i i told a story in my sermon about counseling with someone and they were so knowledgeable and they love the lord and they brought their Bible to the meeting, and I was like, Gosh, this is great. Like, mm. this, I'm, I am so here for this. And, you know, hey, I'm doubting, I'm struggling here, this. And then, you know, they were like, I know, I had them describe God. I said, When you pray, when you pray, what is the image in your mind? Good question. J- just give me characteristics. Is it a mm. smile? Is it whatever? And, you know, they started out real strong and quoting some scriptures, and well, I know that He's love, and I know there's loving there, and I know that He died to save me, and I know that He's alive, and and I was like, yes, 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 and then the turn happened, and they went, and I know that when I sin, I know that He's disappointed in me, and I went, hey, well, is can I ask you a question? Is can you tell me? Where in the Bible because you've done a I mean, yeah, incredible job. Everything else is founded. Everything else is really foundational. Where in the Bible did you derive that from? And the pause and them looking back up at me was like, light bulb. there it is like and it, and it's the questions we went over with the men. Every man has to ask themselves two questions every day. where are you? who told you that? Yeah. Cuz that's what God asked the first man, Adam. Mm. And yes, the lack of foundation on that, we wander with it. That's it. I I mine is very similar and when I talked about the kind of five attacks on God's word and just recapping the past 100 years in America, the sufficiency of scripture and this that and the other, I see it bar none hands down in the authority of Jesus Christ. Jesus is my homeboy. Jesus loves me, Jesus is love, he wants to take care of the immigrant, and he died, and we feed the poor, and we do all of these things, mm-hmm. but Jesus would never demand me to lay down my life and to pick up a cross yeah, and to follow to Sacrifice. Him, to sell all of my yeah. possessions. Jesus would never tell me that you're right, you have five husbands, and the one you're living with isn't your husband. Like. That is what I see, bar none, hands down, in the culture, is like those passages have been removed. And what Jonathan Edwards says is, is we, or I'm sorry, it was Augustine, when you read the gospels and believe what you like and reject what you don't like, it is not the gospel that you believe, it is yourself. Because what you have done is, and this is the great sin, God, the gospel is God created us in uh, in his image sin is us creating god in our image and that's the battle that i see hands down bar none you know mm. when it comes to culture yeah that's good um With in that. in the in the two verses beautiful that jude by the way this was the first book of the bible that i studied and um i would say understood the theme and I saw it in the letter with the word "kept," yeah. right? Uh, those kept by Jesus Christ will keep you. Keep yourself in the love of God. And then verse twenty-five. Now praise to Him who is able to keep you. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just a light bulb, and, and, and the idea that God keeps those who He saves. But but in the first two verses, He says Jude, a servant, which is wild. The half brother. Did you guys know that Jude was a half brother of Jesus? Dude, people were like looking at me like is that and and here's yeah, the deal right. well if you grew up catholic there's a problem with that because roman catholicism teaches what is known as the perpetual virginity of mary that mary had the immaculate conception with jesus and then never had relations with joseph and the problem and the problem I'm is and i'm sorry but and, like
0: you're married
2: well, they would say still, yeah. when yeah. God says blessed are you among women you are highly favored that she had so much grace and so much favor with God that she didn't need that. He just blessed in, her in with a sense more that that offspring. she just was so pure. Okay, and,
0: but what about Joseph, yo?
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, the problem <laughs> is is a number of things in the scriptures it says that Joseph did not know Mary until after Jesus was born. Well, that sentence very much so assume something, right. that they in were place. intimate after Jesus was born. But um, the idea of him being the half-brother, um, the Roman Catholicism would teach that there's silence in Scripture. And so Jesus's half-brothers are probably older. Joseph, we know, was older than Mary. Mary was very young. Joseph was probably married, had some kids, the wife died, and there was a remarriage to Mary. That's a lot of jumping around and and a lot of assuming and a lot of stuff like that. But when I said that Jude was the half-brother of Jesus, people were like, oh, okay. Like, it was cool trivia, you know? But But he says...
0: such a family. James, Jude, Jesus. Well, hey,
2: how about (laughs) the sentence, and even his own brothers did not believe in him? Brothers. And now... I
1: think every sibling... Right? There's... Like, for me, I'm like, yep, Because I have brothers, and I'm like, yeah, there's some family stuff that happens, and yeah, I can see that. So I
2: think this is a great apologetic for people who question if Christianity was made up. Yeah. uh, What would it take for your brothers to worship you as God?
1: they never right? would yeah, they never right. would yeah. so
2: so and it and it even admits that they miracles. D- that they yes. d- that they doubted right and then the resurrection happens and so he says jude very humble we said we are humble and then he says to those who are called beloved in god and kept by Jesus Christ. Okay. What a list.
1: I love the King James Version. Yes, come on with it. When it comes because it says to them that are sanctified by God the Father. Yes. And then here's my favorite. And preserved ooh. in Jesus Christ. And ooh. I'm like, ooh, that just hits a little different. Sanctified,
2: preserved. preserved. Oh. So listen, out of those three things, we kind of ended the sermon, gave some people some like, Hello, my name is. Because when it says beloved. I think a lot of people, they don't feel beloved. I think they feel belittled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's what, like, I have anxiety well, of, you yeah, know, of going back in father. and all of that stuff. And so it was like, hey, write whatever that is and means to you. And that mm-hmm. that's your identity. So out of those three things, I think it'd be great for our listeners to hear from you guys. Out of called, God chose you then beloved in the Father and preserved or kept, which one speaks to your heart the most right now in your walk with Jesus?
1: For me, it's protected.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: For me, it's the preserved, the protected. Yeah. And I remember, and I don't remember the sermon series you did, but you did one years and years ago with name tags, mm-hmm. and we were to write something It was very similar thought process. Yeah. And I remember writing chosen. And I remember I was in a very wounded place mm. in that moment. Yep. And for me to be called or chosen yeah. was very like healing. Mm. Yeah, for sure. That's it was good. It was a very different place. And for now to know that we've walked so far.
2: Yeah. Wow, Nikki, that's cool. That, the progression. Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: like, you know what? Jesus has got me. Wow. It, and that really. Yeah. It's been a journey, and like to sit with that and to know that is huge. That's beautiful.
2: I would resonate and say the same thing. I think there's a time in my life to be chosen Mm
3: -hmm. would
2: just wreck me. But now, walking with Jesus for the amount of years that I have and being in ministry and all of that, to know that, like I remember John Piper in a sermon one time asked, why did you wake up saved today? Like, why did you wake up a Christian? Was it something you did? Yeah, You could have had dreams. You could have had done. What woke you up? What kept you while you slept? Mm-hmm. And he said, it's the God who keeps. And so to know that this thing doesn't rest on me yeah, and that God, those whom he saves, he keeps. And now what that produces in you is verse 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Yeah. So, because God keeps us, we keep ourselves in God's love. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah, it you know, it's beautiful is. in that. And so, yeah, I would be the same. What about you guys?
3: Part of me is the protected for sure, just because that's its safety. Mm. Uh, but I really like the calling. And I mean, just I keep referring to our men's study last night. Yeah. But, whenever you know adam and eve they've they've sinned they've eaten they're hiding and god's first question is where are you yeah uh-huh. that to me is what stuck out in that passage last night and it's what sticks out here now in this question of the calling mm. and uh that that i don't know we can always attribute whether whether you grew up in the church and god called you at age the first time at age ten, or yeah, whatever, sure, sure. Or you just got out of prison, and while you were in there, the Lord called you. We all know that the Lord came to us and said, "Yeah, where are you? Yep, I'm looking for you." Yep, and I, I, and it's a. But the thing with that is, it's not just a one time thing no. where He calls you. It is a daily. And that passage, it's saying, in the cool of the evening, He was walking. And this was the habit, their habit of walking with him, being with him. And so when he realizes that, oh, it's the cool of the evening. It's our time to be together. Where are you? I don't see you here. Whether you're 13 or you're 20 or you're 40 or you're 60, every day the Lord is calling you. Mm -hmm. It's not just a one-time call. And so I don't know that. That is just yeah. where I am this week. and Maybe good. next week it'll no, be protected yeah. and no. kept. But it's like... also
2: very corrective, too, because sometimes we're taught that, you know, in Habakkuk, it does say that God cannot look upon sin, yeah. but that God... So man turned his back on God, and that God now turns his back on man is what's taught a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's not true, because as soon as man sins, what does God do? He pursues him. Searches yeah. him out. Yeah, he doesn't run, no. and so how many people listening now think, yep. in my sin, I've got to somehow get to God get to Him, and oh. and what we said is before we ever come to God, God comes to us. That's the beauty of all of this, man. Mm-hmm. And so that's good, man. What about you, Haley?
0: Y'all know me. I'm gonna struggle with it. I think the part that's hard for me to pick one is I think initially I look at it linearly of mm-hmm. like I'm called, then I'm loved and then yeah. I'm kept. That's what we
2: said at the end of the sermon. That's a yeah. whole Christian's life, past, present, future.
0: And I think we're now to the point where all of us hopefully theoretically are kept, right? Yeah. yeah. But you get there and then it's still oh, very cyclical. It's so cyclical at that. And it's, It's happening all at the same time. Like God is calling me to something maybe more specific to Mm. do and then loving me while I'm fighting him in the Mm. midst of that, but offering me security that I don't always feel in the world of like, I'm going to fight with you and keep you Yeah, Yeah. fight for you. I'm not going to let you leave this just because even though, you know, you're kept and it's hard, like again to know me it's it's safety for me to fight with you right Right. and so like just knowing that you do it linearly and then you get to do it cyclically Mm. and just that's that's the goal right to not check it off but to be i am always called i am always loved i am always kept and i didn't over and over. Chuck up to it, but like it's just happening every day. Like this morning, he called me to do something. He told me he loved me. Yes. And when I'm arguing with him, he's like, "Hey, we're gonna learn something here. And we're gonna battle this, but you're safe." Yes. Man. And oh. I'm just like, "It's and just see, so beautiful."
2: That produces the desired obedience in yeah. you, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Like it almost seems on paper. If you preach <clears throat> the grace. Or love or this, this way, that will produce licentiousness and people will run off and do whatever they want. And Paul says in Romans 6, does grace may abound so we can sin? No, right? And what it does is it actually produces the desired obedience. So now that we're on the journey and we kind of know the theme, the thrust, what what are you asking god or maybe maybe you don't yet maybe you need a few more weeks to kind of feel this out is there something particular that you feel that god is already kind of showing you that maybe he wants to do in you and through you in this series of like knowing the main thrust of jude contend for the faith is there something that god's kind of calling you to right now in this season
1: so i've been working through a lot of boundary Things in relationships with people yeah. that have been amazing. Yeah. Like it's not a bad thing. And I'm learning Amen. that it's not a bad thing. But I've also been very safe with what I am. And it's so silly. What I am taking to God. Haley in the women's meeting Monday night, or Sunday night, whatever, yeah, Monday, that Monday. That night. Whatever night, because we were we're off schedule. But she referenced a conversation she and I had.
0: I started off by saying Nikki and I are wild.
1: Nikki and I are wild. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, where is she going with this? This could be dangerous. And Haley asked me the question of do you tell God everything? And I'm like, well, I mean, he's God. He knows everything. Do mm. I tell And she said, No. Do you tell God about your day to day the same way you do, Rick? Wow. And I'm like, It's good. Uh no.
3: You're like, yeah, oh, no, I don't tell Rick. Well, I mean, <laughs> tell Rick. Like, yeah, that would have been. That should have been my answer.
1: But, like, hey, That's God, good, man. I had That's a eggs good question. for breakfast. Yeah. I cooked this for dinner. I don't have those same conversations. And that kind of was a little light bulb moment. And then through our staff book, like, I have been very safe, cautious, reserved, pick your adjective that fits there with my price. So I am now excited to know. I am called to this life for this purpose. Amen. I am loved. I am kept. Yeah. I should not have that boundary Mm. with God over my prayers and what I want. It's good. He's going to tell me no. Yeah. If that's not meant for me. Yeah. And so I am really excited to walk through this and kind of change that thought process that I'm like, God's got bigger things to worry about. You know what? No. He called you. He loves you. Yes. He is going to protect you in this, Nikki. Do this. Yeah. Ask this of him.
2: Amen. And That's so, good.
1: yeah, I'm a little pumped for that. To That's see good. what that it's looks really like good. on the other end of this.
2: I feel like one of the things, Jude says some really bold things and addresses some yeah. really hard things. But there's these little snippets in there. And like, I think it's verse 21. He says, have mercy on those who doubt.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's like, whoa. And then he starts the letter with beloved in the Father. And then he starts and goes, beloved, I would love to have written this letter. And then he speaks. It's a, it's a humble boldness. Yeah. And like a preview for this coming week is like... That's it. We can contend for the faith without being contentious. That's it. That, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. We're called to contend for the faith... But we're not contentious people yeah. going out and doing that. We're coming from a place of hum- Now, there's courage there. Bold, not brazen. Yeah, man. There's that bold, not brash type of a yeah, thing, yeah. you know? I'm
1: such a people pleaser yeah. in my core that that's been another thing that's been revealed a lot to me lately of how that can even be its own sin nature. Sure. And so finding that balance in this, I'm really pumped for all of that's this. That's good.
2: Yeah. What about you guys? What's something you're maybe God's calling you to?
3: It's No, it's it's the same vein that what you're talking about, this this not being ashamed of what the Word says. First of all, knowing what the Word says. Mm-hmm. Amen. But being able to apply that within the four walls of the church, out of a place of mercy and love, and looking for people's souls. Like, yes. That's got to be the thrust, is a love for people's souls. And so, I don't know, just, just to... Uh, I'm excited about being more in tune with God's Word and hiding it away in my heart, but also this, hey, the the biggest problem with the church comes from within the, yep. the biggest yeah. threat with, to the church comes yes. from within yes. and this false sense of security or false sense of knowing and so really just a, a boldness there because because it can be contentious For in sure. that area mm-hmm. you know For when sure. somebody calls you out on something like yeah. hey when you when your spouse says you're doing this wrong and you know you're doing it wrong or maybe yeah. you don't but you're you're t- saying this and it's and it's incorrect that's a hard place to be and it requires a lot of humility so uh I don't know just this Good, whole man. discernment aspect
2: love it dude I love it what about you Haley
0: I think yeah it's like little pieces of all sure. of this yeah. I think um with it being like a cyclical process for me at this point of knowing you're kept and then doing it in that of yeah like I often want these outside relationships way more than I want relationship with God. Mm. And so when fighting for the faith turns into how I'm spewing out in an ungodly way, yeah. or I'm fighting for it for all the wrong reasons, or I don't even know, it's like, okay, step back. Where's your relationship at with God right now? Like, mm-hmm. are you being humble with God? are you feeling called by God to even have this conversation? Yeah. Do you feel loved and secure before that? Like go back to your foundation. Not like get right with God. It, center, but like, yeah, center, like, get re- back to center. center, man. Get back yeah. to that before yeah. you're so focused on how other people are going to receive mm. that. Even like, yeah. Start at one because it's one for a reason. Yeah, don't assume you have one down and go to two because it's more fun or because you like the benefits of it more. It's you got to start at one, and I think it's just reminding me to go back. I love it. I've skipped some steps,
2: it's beautiful, man. I love it. God, guys, I'm excited what God's gonna do in the series. I I really am. I think it's gonna be good. Hey, when we come to a close, I want to shout you guys out. Adam, we just um, had the first upper room worship night, yeah, and man, it was incredible. Man. It was, it people was, it was a special so, time.
1: They are so bummed that it's only happening. Like, When's the next one?
3: Hey, quarterly. that's good. You yep. got to keep people hungry. Come for on, it. Yes. quarterly. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it'll be, it's the last weekend in April, so yep. we've got Easter. That'll be a really awesome time because yeah. we've got Easter. Yeah. We're celebrating. We're gonna have a lot of. I mean, as we normally do, new people, and we're gonna yeah. keep sure. that ball rolling. Have Come our, on. And you know, the upper room worship. It also clues you in on some new stuff that we're doing, like yeah. new songs. Yeah. Like gets you into, hey, these are songs that we're going to be doing in the next couple months. I, Maybe we don't, we haven't done them yet. You know, it's kind of yes. like the new stuff. Get I in on love no.
2: the up tempo vibes on those songs man. that that they were celebratory. Celebratory, man. man. That's what we were. I was like stomping feet, you have clapping more, hands. You I have, was all about yeah. it. I so, loved it, dude. It was awesome. It, it was, was awesome. Nikki, incredible job Sunday oh, on thanks. family worship. Thank you. You had pr- living props, props yeah. <laughs> as people. Props to my board. I love it. It was great. You also made a very special announcement that's exciting Sunday.
1: I am so pumped. And guys, please be in prayer for this because we are so crowded and it is a fantabulous problem. Yeah, to have. for sure. Our kid's Possibility, kid. There you go. There it yeah. is. <laughs> Yep. say this in. Resay it. Resay it. it. I'll edit a, out the first okay. one. No, it is kidding. a fantastic <laughs> possibility. Come on. There it we is. We have yeah. available. Yes. Um. Our KidSide kids from four years old all the way through our sixth graders are going to be a part of worship. Come on. They are going to check in. We are learning some new rhythms. They're going to check in with their parents, and then they're going to go into the sanctuary and then be dismissed to the back with our teachers for yep. their lesson. And we are so excited for I all I love of it, that. man.
2: It's exciting. Good job. It was great environment. I'm excited to see the kids um, worship.
1: We got some great feedback from the parents and stuff on that. They are excited for that, so we are really thrilled.
2: Awesome. So when does that go into effect? That
1: starts this week. Okay. All right. We are starting Sunday. So so
2: just logistically break it down. This Sunday, a a family walks in.
1: You walk into the door. You are greeted by our awesome welcome team. Um, If you have a big kid and you don't have any baby kids, you will walk over to our welcome center and we will have the iPad and check-in station set up. Yep. You will, we will be there to help you. I will personally be there to help you. Yep. You will type in your kiddos names. We will print those tickets and you will take them into big church with you. Yep. And then service will happen. If you have a baby in nursery and you've got bigs, you can go back there and they will get you checked in.
2: That stays normal. That
1: stays normal. Cool. And you can kind of choose <clears throat> if you, which, which, which. Yeah section which place you want to check your kid in yeah and then you will go into service we will worship together there will be a moment of dismissal awesome our security and our greeting welcome team will be there to help us facilitate getting the kids back into their rooms Love so it. yeah it's, we are it's so pumped. cool
2: and and like think about this guys you know when we sing it is well mm. or great is thy faithfulness or how great thou art all of us have these memories that come flooding yes. into our minds, and it's because we did what we are now wanting to do with the kids, yeah. is have them be a part of that. So so
1: here's the thing. If you are listening and you are here and you are present on Sunday and you are squished in your pew, step out into the aisles. People will bob and weave around you. I do it <laughs> when I do family worship. Yeah, You've got room. You can spread out a little bit. If you are rolling in a few minutes late and you don't want to, like, run in there and try to find seating, wait until we do the dismissal. It's yep. going to be chaotic because all the kids are leaving. No one's going to know be, you There's going to be late. people,
2: too, saying, hey, there's a seat yes. here. It's not you interrupting the service. No, We're going to take no, care of you. Yeah, We're going to take care not, of you.
1: You're not going to be spotlighted or called out. There's no yep. need for any of that.
2: And then to our ministers of illumination and amplification.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> love
1: that. The, I
2: literally come on.
0: like looked and I was like, is he talking about Billy Green? <laughs> no,
2: talking about- illumination, light, <laughs> amplification, <laughs> sound. sound. No, Armenia. media, oh, yeah, I, no, I love. I got it, but I was like. This series is close to my heart because it is one of the very ones that we have produced completely a hundred percent in-house. And so yeah. you guys, the the sermon bumper, the graphics, you guys have done an incredible job yes, on that. They have. And there's been a ton of feedback on that. So thank you guys. When
1: you've got Billy Graham's head floating and Muhammad right.
0: Ali in a
2: ring Come on. and some awesome KB, beats behind yes. like you can't be That's mad good. at
0: that. I tried to tag Holby, see if we could get a sponsorship or right. mashup. Or right? Or listen like to the something. sermon or something. Right. Come like, on, hey.
2: man. Right. Come
0: on. He's (laughs) only got 12,000 followers. I was like a little disappointed.
1: Wow.
2: That's interesting. I was like, okay,
0: we could be a big platform for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what do we need to leave our people with? We got some stuff coming up.
1: Okay. Well, first, before we do that, we've got a couple of listener um, send-ins for two would-you-rathers. Okay. So Jason tried to get out of these. Jason tried oh, wow. to get out of these nice. a little bit. But well,
2: mine segued really yours good. Did. Yours so. did. Okay. But All right.
1: I don't want people to think we're ignoring them. And gotcha. I think these I are it. pretty literally good. I literally put it on the page, like, hey, love send it. them in. Send them in. All right, here we go. Okay. Would you rather have whatever you are thinking appear above your head for everyone to see or have absolutely everything you do live-streamed for anyone to see?
0: Do I know about either of them and how long of a period of Guys, time? Guys,
2: you can't. <laughs> See, I love us. Do I get to choose <laughs> the halftime so performance? No. Right? Answer the question. Okay. These are the rules. Yep. Adam, Adam said we were, were all friend.
0: terminal. <laughs>
2: <so>. <laughs> I would say everything that I do is live streamed. Yep. That's what I'm going with. There you go. Because Jesus is that always would keep watching you anyway. Very accountable. Jesus Ooh. is always watching anyway.
0: Yeah. But like.
3: So- the thoughts are he, like, huh? the, so are you telling me is, that other
2: people knowing what you're doing is going to keep you online more than Jesus watching you what you're doing anyway? One, 100% Jesus Duke, yes, G, uh, but, yeah, I know for sure.
0: Two, my thing is, okay, so I need to know if I consented or if this is like Truman's show and I have uh, no idea. That's why I'm asking.
2: It's not there, it's not there. You <sighs> just got to answer it. You just got to answer it.
0: I feel like I would rather have people look into my mind for a second, okay, if Adam. It's a what about you? I'm live saying, streamed,
2: no. live streamed. Yep. Really? Yep. I
0: just pick a lot of wedgies, scratch. I just, I don't know. So you're going thought bubble. Man,
2: that thought was bubble. a hard turn. <laughs> that <was so> hard. <laughs> okay, next. Would you rather? Next. Would you rather?
1: Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button in life? Oh. Do you get to stop it or? And I'm going to say. 30 seconds max
3: on the rewind. Well, rewind. Like, rewind. Rewind is is a pause.
2: Is a pause. It is a pause. I mean, no, yeah, I'm, I'm rewinding. I'm rewinding all I day I didn't rewind
0: in my head enough already. See, I'm because kind of with Hayley. You can't rewind and then redo it differently. Sure. Like on the VHS, if I rewind, I'm just watching it again. Yeah. I do that all day, any day. I need the pause button to be like, I need Stop. to think before I you speak. You think before you do something. Yep. Hmm. You do not act in this moment. You chill Out.
2: Interesting questions. (laughs) Interesting. Nice guys. Thanks for sending those in. Keep (laughs) hollering at us. What are we leaving our people with? What do we got coming up, guys? Okay,
1: so this week we have, you know, the kids side will be in worship. Yep. And that is phenomenal. And then the next thing that I know of coming out of Kids Side family stuff. We have a big family event coming up the twenty sixth. Awesome. But before that family event, we have Baptism. Baptism
2: Sunday yeah yeah and what's the date what sunday is that
0: that is the 26th february 26th the last sunday in february which
2: is the family event day yes
0: that is the family
2: love it full day man and and listen we always when we have our baptism sundays we have a baptism class the wednesday before yeah and so the sign up sheets out there in the lobby talk to two guys at West Side Men who are signing up, I know oh, I'm gonna a, cry. I know a dad and a daughter oh, gonna are going to be getting baptized, and so it's really cool. I'm Look, excited.
1: The mm-hmm. kids side kids will be in there for baptisms. Yep, they always are. I cry every time. It makes me so happy.
2: I love it, man. So
1: happy. So yeah, the 26th of February, you can sign up now. Come to class the 22nd. Get baptized the 26th, and then we are going to meet at Skate City. Pay a dollar. And then you guys can skate with your family and church friends for a few hours. It's going to be great.
2: I love it. Awesome, guys. If you got any questions, shoot us a message on Facebook. Send us an email. Shoot us a text message. There's a plethora of ways to get a hold of us. Comment, share, subscribe. We love you guys until we meet again. It's all about Jesus. Deuces.